What's up, branding experts? Arek here at Ibeg Design, and welcome to On Branding Podcast. My guest today is Lucy Bedway, and Lucy runs her own business, My Right Hand Woman, where she specializes in writing copy with personality and copy that converts. So she's the writer behind international corporations, but also fast-growing startups, world-famous bakeries, seven-figure coaches, and other creative entrepreneurs. So Lucy is a copywriting expert and she joins us today to share with us some of her tips on, on to how to write a memorable copy and how to create a memorable voice. Hello, Lucy. Thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So today we're going to talk about copywriting since you have a lot of experience with copywriting and, and especially at, at the importance of developing a unique brand voice, right? So I must say that I really like the the copy on your website. It's uh, you know it has all those things that you talk. It's it it has a unique personality. It's funny. It's witty. So maybe we can start with a simple question: What is a brand voice? Absolutely, and thank you for that. So when it comes to a brand voice, it's really the personality that you have behind all of the written messaging and marketing in your brand. So you can think of it like. If your web copy is speaking to your ideal client when they're landing on your website, your brand voice or your brand tone is how you sound in their head. Right. Okay. So it makes sense. Uh, so it's basically our selection of words, right? The way we, you know, we can convey the same idea using different, you know, using different tone of voice, right? So now I took your quiz. Right, and it it says that I sh my my tone of voice should be casual, uplifting, and empathetic, right? So maybe you can just uh, guide us through the process of. So obviously, you can take, we can take your quiz, but what are some of the other ways that we can you know really find or discover or define our brand voice? Absolutely. So the quiz really takes you through that process as you experience firsthand of finding some adjectives that would be helpful for your brand voice based on a few answers to questions. But you can also think about your personality, some adjectives that you naturally feel like you have as a person. So things like if you are a little bit more on the funny side, or even if you're more intimidating or serious, those are great starting points. And then what I recommend you do is look at your ideal client base. Do you notice that they're a little bit more casual or rebellious, or are they a little bit more on that serious, more conservative side? They kind of keep a low profile. So when you kind of put these two circles together, who you are and who your ideal client is, that's where you're able to find those adjectives and those tone of voice words mm -hmm. that can really draw people in and make your brand what you want it to be. Right. It all makes sense. So basically, just to sum up for our listeners, some of my key takeaways. So basically, first, we, we try to define our, you know, uh, uh, find the adjectives that would describe our brand voice and then look at our clients, at our audience and figure out are they more casual, more serious and so on and see where the, where it overlaps, right? Where is the overlap? And that's one way of doing so. So, so once we've defined some, you know, we've, we found some adjectives, we have some more clarity about what direction we should, you know, move, like 
where where should we should we go so and what's the next step how to write brand copy like for example we need to revise our website let's say or we want to create a compelling description of our offering you know whether it's about products or services so where to start do you have like any specific like a specific process that you go through so when I'm working with a client, the first place I start is defining their brand voice with adjectives, as we've already talked about. And then yeah. I move into implementing those adjectives to convey the emotion that we're looking to convey. So mm -hmm. some easy, quick tips that people in the audience can use is if you are more casual, then using short, quick sentences and using some slang will definitely portray you as more casual. If you are trying to show up as the expert, using testimonials and maybe even speaking in the third person might help you show up as an expert more than if you were to speak in the first person. So there's those little tiny things you can do to implement your brand voice. But the number one thing I tell people, especially if you're DIYing your copy, is make sure you're writing in that same voice every time you're writing something for your mm -hmm. brand, whether it's your website, an email, a social media caption, because really the magic is in the consistency. Right. So you always need to be consistent. So you would basically advise you know, people to really define the, the tone of voice early on and so that we can stay consistent rather than just, you know, trying, experimenting a lot and then, you know, figuring this out over time. So do you have any any general tips? I, I, I know that you post a great content on Instagram. So I have some some I have taken some notes and these are actually great tips. So I just wanted you to like perhaps, you know, give us so so our audience can also understand, you know, what are some of the common things things that people struggle with or maybe you have like general tips that, you know, on writing or on writing the copy. Absolutely. So when it comes to writing your web copy and your brand voice, the first thing I think everyone in the audience should know is that it's an intentional process of curation. No one stumbles into a brand voice or copy that sounds good. It's an intense amount of planning and research and market research and going back and looking at your analytics and see where you're losing people on your website so that you can create mm -hmm. something that's just absolutely perfect for your needs. So that would be my number one tip is a big pitfall I see is people not doing the research before they start mm -hmm. writing their copy. It's so important to know what you're going into things with so you can go in with a clear mind and you can really write something that will resonate. And then I think another big tip for writing your web copy is to really relax into it. I think sometimes it can be tough to, to write, especially if it's not what you're used to, you're not able mm -hmm. to hire a copywriter, but the main thing you can do is just let your words flow and you can always edit later. Yeah, that's a great tip. And especially, I think we can relate to that as creatives, you know, usually like you are on the other side, right? You are good with words. We are good with visuals. So th that that's where we complement each other, right? But uh, yeah, for designers, it might be hard to come up with, you know, the right words. But as you're saying, you need to be relaxed. But w what I really like is, is the tip that you give us. You have some Instagram with tips for copywriting. I just wanted to say, say to our listeners. So you advise us to record ourselves explaining, you know, our product or service, our offering, and then transcribe it so that we can become, you know, more uh, our copy can be more conver uh, conversational. So rather than it, it, it sounding like uh, like an English teacher, I think it's a great <laughs> advice. And I always like I work with writers for, for my blog and I always recommend them to do like read out loud what you're writing at least 
read out loud a few times and then you're gonna get an idea of what is like what you can improve right it's not about you're not gonna get things at right at once you, you will have to rewrite this again and again right Yes, and I think really reading things out loud, we often are told to do that to catch typos. And while it's great to catch typos, you can also read things out loud because it's a way of you being able to think, how is this going to play in my customer's head when they're on my website? How is it going to sound? And mm -hmm. oftentimes people will tell me, okay, well, I have a casual brand voice or I want my website to seem like you're talking to a friend and I'll read their site out loud and it will be so formal and it's not their fault. I think a lot of us know how to write formally more than we do casually, but it really goes to show when you read something out loud, the kind of emotion that you're conveying. Yeah. Another great tip I think is to use a lot of you form. So you recommend people instead of because, because we are used to saying something like I help my clients with or we help our clients with, right? So you would rather suggest, you know, using you form more often than just talking about ourselves, right? And, uh, yes. and, and another third uh, key takeaway I have here is about grammar. So you are saying that grammar matters less than readability and i couldn't agree more here with you you know from my own experience as as, as a blogger you know i even like i even go to the to the extent to divide just have a one sentence per paragraph it, it was i know it sounds ridiculous but it's easier that way for people to read and people don't read everything anyways they scan and so it must be easy for them to scan and, and read some content. And then if they, they want to read and dive in, they, they're going to read the, the whole thing, right? But so you just recommend to let it go sometimes. Don't use so many commas and break it down into smaller pieces. Yes, especially those smaller pieces. You definitely hit the nail on the head with that one because truthfully, so many people are going to skim. And especially when it comes to your headlines, I say use fragments, put the period, start a new sentence, use words like and and but at the beginning of the sentence and just make it read like you would if you were speaking to someone going back to that recording yourself. And oftentimes we don't have these long literature like sentences when we're talking. We're just getting out our words and our thoughts and then people are able to digest them so much faster. Right. Uh, right. So, so again, just to sum up, it's, it sounds easy, but it's not really easy. Right. So here, here are some of the tips for, you know, if you want to do it yourself, but obviously you work with entrepreneurs, you work with companies who need copywriting services. And so, so you just mentioned that, you know, it requires, it's, it's actually a lot of research and planning that comes before actual writing. So maybe you have some also tips for for us you know because us i mean either creatives who want to do this for their clients right so for example is there's a web designer who wants to also offer you know website writing copy for the website for example right or entrepreneurs who want to hire you know copywriters like yourself so maybe some tips for those entrepreneurs who are looking for a good writer how to find the right right you know a, a, a brand copywriter who knows or or, or who, who, uh, who knows, you know, what he's doing or what, what she's doing. Yeah, so there's definitely a few ways to go about that. The first thing I would do is read their writing, go through their portfolio with a fine tooth mm -hmm. comb and think, well, it, can I read this easily? Am I getting bored? Would I buy what they're selling? That's such a great litmus test because you're able to see, are they compelling as a writer? And that's a really great first step. The second is to look at their packages and the industries that they've worked with and see if they're aligned there. 
And then the third thing would be make sure that they have a personality, whether it's talking to them in the sales call or in their writing that you feel aligned with. If you feel like they have a lot of really great energy that they bring to their writing, chances are they'll be able to bring that same energy to your writing. So it's just making sure that your writer is really aligned with how you want to. Right. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. So as we are approaching the end of our episode, perhaps you have some extra tips or, you know, some common mistakes that you see people often make when it comes to copywriting or something specific like copywriting for, for websites. I think the biggest mistake I see is people are a little bit wordy. So if you struggle with words, usually the issue is not that you don't write enough. It's that you write too much. Too you much. try and oversell mm -hmm. your offer and say, look, you're going to get this, this and this and this. And truthfully, people don't really care about that. What people want to see is a transformation and that you can take away their problems and that you have the solution. So if you can hit on those three points, the rest of the stuff, the, the tiny little details that they're going to get in that package with you, that can be told to them after the sales page because that's not why they're buying or why they're hiring you. Right. No, that's an awesome tip. Yeah, I can definitely, I see, see it myself with my clients. Most of the rebrands I've done for my clients. Usually the, the old website is like overloaded with the amount of content, right? Awesome. So I just wanted to ask you how to connect with you for, you know, those entrepreneurs who want to work with you or uh, just for, for creatives who just want to connect with you. I know that you are uh, very, you are on Instagram. You're very active on Instagram, right? Yes. Instagram is my favorite. Okay. And your website is myrighthandwoman.com, spelled not right, but W-R-I-T-E. Okay, so we're going to link to your website, to your Instagram. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that.